Deep to left field toward the lead wall of champions. It is on top. Out of here. Two-run blast. Towering pop fly on the infield. The third baseman. Oh, the drop. Lifts one high in the air to deep left field. This one's going. It is going. And it is gone. Wow. On the Blue Raider Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, welcome to the Blue Raider pregame show. Good Sunday morning to you as we welcome you into another broadcast of Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball. The Raiders concluding a three-game homestand with the Falcons of Bowling Green University from Ohio. Raiders have taken the first two games in this series and will go for the series sweep today. Dick Palmer along with Bob Jamison. Happy to be back on radio again today. And, Bob, we, uh, we have had the game time changed uh how about that that's that's unusual isn't it it, it is and it's we've as Ch- um, chip walters was in here a little bit ago and says he doesn't think any of the seven games have played uh, uh, well i guess we could say the second game of the double header well, started when it was 30 minutes after right. the first game was over but uh we we have had to adjust because of the weather and it's it's really great to have that flexibility and also that foresight uh, by the people that make decisions on on what time to play to get it in when there's that window of weather which uh, looks like today we're going to have as we did yesterday. And speaking of weather, it is a blissful 70 degrees right now under cloudy skies with the winds out of the south-southwest gusting up to 18 miles an hour which could make things interesting on the field and uh, Operating, at least for myself, for the first time this year with an open window. I, I part of uh, yesterday, I had the window open, uh, but yeah, for the most part, uh, it's. It, in fact, it was a little cool because the breeze was coming in. It was damp, and uh, so I, I ended up not doing that. But it's nice to have the window open and, and feel that that good warm air. For the Raiders, who are four and two, left-hander Peyton Wigginton. Will get his second start of the season. Bowling Green comes in 0-2 and looking for their first win. We'll take a break. Be back with those starting lineups right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU Baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. TriGreen Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! 
Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Bunny Bread. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, 615-896-5656. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back to our pregame show. Middle Tennessee and Bowling Green concluding a three-game series today. Time now for the starting lineups presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend offers a complete set of products to bring your financial goals within reach. Find out more at ascend.org. They are insured by the NC. UA, Bob? All right. For Bowling Green, same players, but a little bit different look to the lineup. Tyler Ross, who we have seen batting down in the lineup, moves up and will lead off and be at the third baseman for the Falcons. The right fielder, Andy Gaten, who has been leading off, dropped to the number two spot, moved to the number two, might be better. Um, he's in right field. Catcher Kyle Gurney is hitting third in today's game. Batting fourth, first baseman Adam Furness. Ryan Johnston, the shortstop, hits fifth. Jared Johnson in left field will hit sixth. Batting seventh and at second base, Adam Fallon. Anthony Toma, the DH, hits eighth. And Jack Krause, the center fielder, will hit ninth. The starting pitcher for Bowling Green is a right-hander, Gage Schenk. For the Blue Raiders, Fausto Lopez is leading off. He's at shortstop. JT Mabry hits second, plays second base. DJ Wright, the DH, bats third. Nathan Sanders in center field hits fourth. Brett Coker at third will hit fifth. For the Blue Raiders in right field, Cole Escher bats sixth, hitting seventh in left, Mark Engel. 
Bryson Thomas, the first baseman, will hit eighth. And Jake Hagenow is the catcher today. He will bat ninth. The Blue Raiders starting pitcher is Peyton Wigginton, and this will be his second start of the year. He did not get a decision in his first game. He went four innings and allowed only one run. Bob, you had the uh, you had the first two games of, of this series. Why don't you uh, just briefly summarize what's going on? Because I know for our radio audience, these games first two games were on internet only. Well, and both uh, both games were well played games by both teams. You know, Bowling Green is playing their first games of the year, and so the Blue Raiders had the advantage of having four games prior to this. Uh, in fact, it wasn't until the bottom of the ninth last night that or top of the ninth, rather, that there was even the first error of this series. Um, Blue Raider pitching has been striking out Bowling Green hitters at a pretty high clip. Well, I guess 14 strikeouts and 15 is a high clip uh, in two games. But uh, you, you've had that, and, and what you've had is, is really good, solid pitching from really both teams uh, throughout this series. So, I mean, if you ask me, you know, the summary, what's the shortest way I could say it? We've had two good games that have been very well played. And, uh, of course, uh, thinking that the bias that I might have and the fact that the Blue Raiders won those two games certainly impacts that as well. Well, the Raiders have lined up for the National Anthem. uh, yesterday or the day before, they ran out to their positions as the lineup was announced, which I really like, but I don't think they're doing that today. Or perhaps they're announcing the visitors' lineup as uh, you would sure normally the, do first. I'm hearing names that aren't their lineup either, so I don't. Oh, now they're getting ready for the Blue Raiders. They have a little video that they uh, they show before the the starting lineup is introduced and it makes it uh, makes it interesting you know you think about uh, basketball and football will do that that sort of thing too and uh, we're in the age of electronics we are and it's one of the one of the neat things you know, we got the new scoreboard last year and it has some really excellent video capabilities if only the numbers were a little bigger <laughs> you've noticed that too huh <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering, is it uh, eyesight or? But, uh, the umpiring crew will be the same three who've worked the uh, the series thus far. Manny Gonzalez will have the plate today. Randy Hunley at first base. And Jeff Bottoms will be at third. And there go the Raiders. Fausto Lopez heading out to shortstop. JT Mabry. His partner in the infield going to second base. Raiders running to their positions as their names are announced. And while we uh, have a moment here, we're going to take our final break in the pregame show, and we'll be back with first pitch right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. 68 teams, one program. March Madness is coming. Celebrate the return of the historic NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament with the official NCAA Men's Final Four Souvenir Program, featuring profiles on all 68 teams selected for the tournament. So take it to the basket, the shopping basket, by pre-ordering the official program now at publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. That's publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. Order today. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We've had the playing of the anthem. Peyton Wigginton about set to begin his warm-up tosses. And right now, we're going to pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. Dick Palmer, Bob Jamison with you on a Sunday morning to start this game. We'll finish it in the afternoon. And Peyton Wigginton, the left-hander, taking his tosses with Jake Hagenow. Bob, you might uh, give us a a word or two on the Blue Raider left-hander. Peyton is making his second start of the year. Started the first game of that doubleheader on Tuesday against Oakland. And in that game, was not involved in the decision and went four innings, allowed one run on four hits. He walked one and struck out five. And what I recall is, is as that game started, I pointed out he had only three walks all last year in his appearances. And he walked the first batter on four pitches. Uh, to start last game, but then he got back into Peyton Wigginton form and got the five strikeouts. He mixes his speeds and locations, and when he does it uh, with great control, he can be devastating. Yeah, he will uh, He will throw uh, probably in the mid-80s, I would think, and uh, uh, a little bit less on the breaking pitches. But as, uh, as Bob said, excellent control, and that's uh, a big part of his game. Ball goes around the infield. Tyler Ross 
The third baseman will lead it off for the Falcons of Bowling Green. They're in gray uniforms with a uh, black uh, stripe down each shoulder. Uh, their helmet has an orange bill. The numbers are orange. Their number, their colors, as you might imagine, are orange and black. And Wigginton's first pitch is right in there for a called strike at 11.01 on a Sunday morning. Manny Gonzalez, the home plate umpire. One strike to count to Ross. He'll be followed by Gayton and then Gurney. As Wigginton delivers a swing and a foul straight back to the backstop and Peyton ahead in the count, 0-2. And, and some bright sunshine uh, just as Wigginton was about to make that second pitch. That, that surprised me, but yes. Well, and we have the lights on. I don't course, know where it's coming from. but Very <laughs> very overcast conditions, dark clouds off behind center field. But. See, nothing but clouds. Two strikes the count to Ross leading off for the Falcons in the first inning. High inside, ball one. Wigginton goes for a little rosin. I noticed the rosin bag is on the mound, unlike the major leagues last year when every pitcher had to carry his own rosin bag out to the mound in his hip pocket. Here's the one-two pitch. Swing and a foul back, and that was going to find the grandstand just to our right. Well, the chances of transmitting illnesses through a rosin bag are about as good as mine of being elected to baseball's Hall of Fame as a baseball player. One ball and two strikes. But you could make it into the Naismith Hall of Fame as a basketball player. Here's the one-two high and ticked off Hagenau's mitt and went back to the backstop. Two balls, two strikes. Ross, Gayton, and Gurney here in the first inning against the Blue Raider left-hander. Outfield about straight away. Wind is uh, gusting around out of the south-southwest, which could make things interesting. 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss, and he had that fastball up in his eyes. Hagenau was so excited about the strikeout, he threw the ball into left field. (laughs) One out in the first inning. As they always say, you can't strike them all out unless you get that first one. So here is Gayton, the right fielder. He is a left-handed hitter. One out of eight in the series. One out in the first inning. Wigginton with a pitch high for a ball. Peyton went only four innings in his first start and and was inconsistent. I'm sure he feels that he can do much better. One ball and no strikes. Peyton, big left-hander, 6'4", delivers the pitch. A swing and a ball hit to left field. Coming on to make the grab will be Mark Engel, and that will be out number two. So two up, two down in the first inning, and the batter will be Kyle Gurney. He is the catcher. Now batting the catcher, number 10, Kyle Gurney. Three out of nine in the series. 
A right-handed batter, big guy standing in. We don't have a lot of information on these uh, Bowling Green players. We can tell you a little bit about them. The pitch is inside to Gurney for ball one. 6-2-2-17, a sophomore from Belleville, Michigan. One ball, no strikes to the right-hand hitter, Gurney. Check swing and took it low for ball two. Two and oh. Coker and Lopez on the left side of the Blue Raider infield. Mabry and Thomas on the right side. Engel, Sanders, and Escher left to right in the outfield. And Jake Hagenow behind the plate. 2-0 pitch. Good swing and foul to the screen. Two and one. If you're unfamiliar with the dimensions here at Reese Smith Field, it is 330 feet down each line with a tall uh, foul pole stretches uh, high into the uh, sky. 395 to dead center with a blue batter's eye. Flag pole located directly behind the fence in center field. It's foul to the screen, two and two. 365 in the power alleys, rather friendly in the power alleys here. Scoreboard is in right center field, just uh, outside the fence, behind the 365 mark, and the Lee Victory Wall of Champions in left field, a friendly target for right-handed batters. Swinging a foul back to the screen, two and two. That wall named for the longtime Blue Raiders supporter and Smyrna native, Lee Victory. List all of the conference championships, tournament championships, and NCAA regionals that the Raider baseball team has gone to over the years. Pitch swung on, popped up into shallow center field. Sanders coming on, says, I've got it. He takes it, and that is out number three. So a good first inning for Peyton Wigginton and the Blue Raiders. Three up and three down, nothing across. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. It's Bowling Green nothing and Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Granis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom half of inning number one in a scoreless game. Blue Raiders will have Lopez, Mabry, and DJ Wright 
to face the right-hander, Greg Shank, who is making his first start of the season. We don't even need the stat sheet to tell you that. Oh, we can figure that one out, can't we? He uh, worked four games in relief for Bowling Green last year. Took a couple of losses, but had a, a good earned run average at 3.68. And what stands out on the score on his line is in seven and a third innings, he struck out 11. So he probably brings it a little bit. Here's Fausto Lopez, the Blue Raiders shortstop. And the first pitch of the game misses outside for ball one. Two out of ten in the series, but one of those was the game winner in the first game in the bottom of the tenth inning. Swing and a shot, one hop to the shortstop. Johnston has it, and the throw to first one hopped over there. And he held the ball long enough. Ball came out of the glove after the play was over. So that is a 6-3 put out. Now batting the second baseman, number 11, J.T. That would almost hogtie Johnston, the shortstop. It was hit so sharply, but he recovered and got Lopez at first, and the batter is J.T. Mabry. Swinging a fly ball to left field. That ball's pretty well hit. Back near the warning track, and it's going to be hauled in out there by Johnson, the left fielder. JT getting some good good contact on that baseball. And out in uh, left field, Johnson showed some ability to go get it. Old habits are hard to break. They are. <laughs> so we've had Johnston make a good play at shortstop. Johnson make a good play in left field. Let's hit it to one of the other seven. Here is DJ Wright, the designated hitter. He is one out of seven in the series, a right-handed batter. Comes in with a 333 average and takes a strike at the knees, nothing in one. Two outs, bases empty, bottom of the first inning. We are just underway at Reese Smith Field. And the pitch. Check swing, and that one is in the dirt for ball one. Home plate umpire was checking with the first base umpire to see if they wanted to call that a strike, but uh, DJ apparently held his swing. So it's one ball and one strike. Nathan Sanders in the on-deck circle. Pitch almost handcuffed the catcher there, and that is ball two, two and one. Looks like he might have gotten crossed up on that one. Two balls and a strike. Shank with a pitch, swinging a foul back to the backstop. Yeah, if you're expecting a breaking pitch and you get a fastball, uh, <laughs> that can keep you on your toes as a catcher. Home plate umpire walks the ball out to the mound, so that one must have uh, hit the catcher somewhere. Plate umpire. Asked the catcher if he's okay. He says, yep, so let's get back to the game. Two balls and two strikes. Here's the pitch, and it misses outside for ball three. Seventy degrees at game time today. Here on the last day of the month. Strike three call, fooled him with a breaking ball, and D.J. is called out on strikes to end the Blue Raider first inning. 
Three up, three down, nothing across. And we will go to the second. No score on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the second inning in a scoreless game. Two perfect uh, innings in the first for the two pitchers involved, and Peyton Wigginton will try to make it two in a row on his side of the ledger. He will face Furness, Johnston, and Johnson here in the second inning. Adam Furness, the first baseman, a left-handed hitter, one out of seven in the series. Takes the first pitch, a strike called at the knees, nothing in one. Peyton Wigginton winds and fires and misses outside. Played at Page High School over in Williamson County, a double-A athletic uh, high school. And cast his lot with the Blue Raiders. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Swing and a foul off the catcher's mitt. That rolls back to the backstop. One ball and two strikes the count. Center fielder Sanders swung a few steps over into right center for this left-handed hitter. And the one-two pitch taken outside, ball two. Wigginton flirting with that outside corner, just missed it. Nice crowd on hand. I'm sure we'll have a few more as the day goes on. If the weather cooperates, 2-2 pitch, strike three called at the knees. And again, he filled him a little bit with a breaking ball. Now, you mentioned the crowd, and keep in mind, or I'm keeping in mind that, uh, as was yesterday, this game's two hours ahead of its normal start time. Yesterday was three, and you got people showing up. And, of course, the uh, ticket office is emailing ticket holders and letting them know that the the game has been changed in its time and that's very helpful. 
One out here in the second inning. This is Ryan Johnston, the shortstop. First pitch to him, low and inside. One ball and no strikes. Two out of eight in the series for Johnston. Wigginton winds and fires, and a ball hit to left field and deep. And go back and makes a running one-hand catch on the warning track in left field. That was almost a carbon copy of the catch that uh, was made on a ball hit by J.T. Mabry by uh, Jared Johnson, the Bowling Green left fielder. The wind, which is blowing the opposite way, may have held that one a little bit for to allow uh, Engel to get there, to make the catch. So two up, two down in the second inning. And the batter is Jared Johnson, the left fielder. He is a left-handed hitter. Pitch is high for ball one. One out of eight in the series for Johnson. He had been in the cleanup spot the first two games. Swing and a miss. Level to count out at one and one. Wigginton has retired the first five he has faced in the Bowling Green batting order. And the pitch. Swinging a ground ball left side. That is through for a base hit. So there we have the first hit and the first base runner of this ball game. Jared Johnson on at first base with two outs. And as they... Uh, I'd like to say that one had eyes. Perfectly placed. Here's Adam Fallon, the second baseman. Another left-handed batter. Two for four in the series. Played in game two. Sophomore, runner at first, two down, the pitch, missed outside. Four ball one, Fallon out of Powell, Ohio. Listed at 5'11", 170 pounds. One ball, no strikes. Johnson edges off the bag at first, draws a look from Wigginton, the pitch. Fly ball, left center field. Should hang up there in time for Engel to get there, and he makes the catch. Four out number three. So that is all in the second inning for the Falcons. No runs a hit and one left. We go to the bottom of the second inning. Still scoreless. Middle Tennessee nothing. Bowling Green nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard, well, light it up, Blue Raiders. 
The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. Nathan Sanders will lead it off for the Raiders here in the second inning against the right-hander Gage Shank, who had a 1-2-3 first inning with one strikeout. Blake Hunt coaching down at third base. Lucas Ray at first. Wanting a little business here in the second inning. Strike called inside corner to Sanders. Nathan's hitting 333. Has no extra base hits, but he has driven in four runs for the Raiders in the first six games. The pitch low and inside, one and one. Raiders looking to sweep today as they have won the first two games of the series. Five to four in the opening game and five to three yesterday. Things got a little dicey in that last inning yesterday, I understand, Bob. They did. Uh, 5-0 Blue Raiders going in, and Bowling Green scored three runs, had tying run at second. There was a swing and a miss. Actually, foul tipped back into the catcher's mitt for strike three. And Sanders down on strikes. Second strikeout for Shank. And the batter will be Brett Coker. So I checked, you know, we check our weather on our phones, and at the start of the game, no precipitation until perhaps 4 o'clock at the start. Pitch outside to Brett Coker for ball one. Blue Raider third baseman, two out of seven in the series. Now it's showing that it's going to rain in 37 minutes, and it's going to last 14 minutes. There's a strike called. I wish they could be a little more specific. I know. No, no, I I take that back. Now they've upped it from 14 to 15 minutes. Here's the pitch. Swing and a ground ball to third on one hop. Throw across in time. And Coker is retired. Third baseman Ross over to first. Four out number two in the second inning. The batter is Cole Escher. So five straight Raiders have gone down. Let's see if Escher can break the spell as their number six hitter did in the top of the inning with a hit, the pitch. Missed the knees, ball one. The clouds are moving overhead at a pretty good pace. Ball two to Escher. And they're low-hanging clouds. And they're dark. (laughs) Two balls, no strikes to Escher. Mark Engel on deck. Swung on, popped up over near the Raider dugout. Catcher over there, first baseman, and neither can get there. The ball hits the top of the dugout, bounds away, and the count is two and one. I think the wind probably helped to blow that one away out of harm's way. Now you had uh, both Furness and, and the first baseman and Gurney the catcher there if it had stayed in play. Two balls and a strike 
to Cole Escher. The pitch. Escher pops it up into right field. The right fielder going, oh, he's at the warning track. He leaps up, and he can't get it. It's on the ground, and Escher's on his way to third base. And when that ball left the bat, Bob, it appeared to be a routine pop-up. It got up into the wind. The right fielder, Gayton, drifted back and back and back and on the warning track, leaping up in front of the first painted sign down the foul line, and the ball came out of his glove. And it hit uh, the yellow line at the top and nearly went over. And I'm, I'm with you. I thought, okay, there's just a nice fly ball to right field to end the inning. And Esther says, uh-uh, I'm at third with a triple. So that is a three-base hit for Escher. He's at third with two outs. And the ball gets by the catcher. The catcher says the ball hit the batter. The umpire doesn't know. <laughs> the catcher made no effort to go get the ball. He pointed to the batter, saying it hit the batter. The plate umpire made no indication either way. And right now we've got a meeting between the three umpires. Of course, the plate umpire was the one closest to it. And and this is a little change in baseball over the last several years that we've seen is on plays like that where they get together and try to say, well, did you see it differently than I did? It's it's kind of like replay, <laughs> but uh, there, are the, there are other plays you'd like to see them do that on as well. So it's, it's mental replay instead of video replay. And so they're saying hit, it did hit angle on the foot, and so hit by pitch. And Mark did not object to that at all, Dick. So angle goes to first. And we assume Cole Escher is going to go back to third. Well, unfortunately, he's going to have to because when it hit his foot, it became a dead ball. Darn. So runners are at first and third. It was ruled a hit batsman. First and third, two outs, and will bring Bryson Thomas to the plate. Now the Blue Raider dugout jawing a little bit with home plate umpire Manny Lopez. And and Coach Toman is making the very good point. If they actually saw that when it happened, they should have put their hands up in the air, which is just, I mean, that's as automatic as safe and out, ball strike, or you know, calling a strike. So here's Thomas now with a chance to do some damage, but two outs in the inning. Coach Toman's got a good objection there, doesn't he? I think he has a point, yes. Bryson, two out of six in the series. Runners at first and third with two outs. The pitch inside, ball one. And going back to that, I mean, um, you, you need to pick up your fellow umpire, and, and obviously Gonzalez, uh, Manny Gonzalez, didn't, the home plate umpire, didn't see it. So your, your base umpire, whoever did see it, throws his hands up but did not in that situation. One ball, no strikes. Low one outside, four ball, two to the Blue Raider first baseman. Blue 
Bryson had a home run in the first game of this series. His first of the year. Throw to first and the runner back. Raiders have hit six home runs in the first six games. Two balls, no strikes. The runner goes, the throw to second. Here comes the runner in from third. He's out at second, and that's going to end the inning. So catcher Gurney throws out Mark Engel trying to steal. The runner on third was on the way to the plate, but the out was recorded at second base before Engel got anywhere close to home plate. So in the inning, no runs, one hit, and one man left. We've completed two full innings. It's still Middle Tennessee nothing and Bowling Green nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we move to the third inning. The Raiders uh, posted a threat in the second, but a ruling on a wild pitch hit batsman prevented a run from scoring and then an out stealing at second base ended the inning. Softball, the Lady Raider softball team dropped a pair down at the South Alabama tournament in Mobile, losing to Northwestern State 2-0, and the same score to the home team, South Alabama 2-0. They are scheduled to be playing Missouri right now. There's a ball hit in the right field, and coming on will be Cole Escher to make the catch as Anthony Toma on the first pitch flies to right and uh, wasn't up there long enough for me even to tell you who was batting. <laughs> One out. Here's Jack Krause, the center fielder. He is the number nine hitter in the order and a left-handed batter. If these guys want their name on radio, they need to take at least one pitch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Got, you know, the folks at home need to listen to or hear, them, hear their name. Krause takes the pitch high for ball one. Got a funny story about that. One ball, no strikes to count. Peyton Wigginton with the wind and the pitch, and it's a strike called. One and one. 
across the ninth place hitter. So you've got the leadoff man on deck. Just missed outside, two and one. Before I even thought about broad, being a broadcaster, I was I would go to Nashville's. They were the Nashville Vols back then at Old Sulfordale. I know you've heard a lot about Old Sulfordale. I did. Two and one. Swing and a foul. Very cozy place to watch a game. And they had a PA announcer named Herman Grizzard, who had worked was a radio guy, worked at WLAC. And he would announce the batters as they came to the plate. And Nashville had a catcher named Camilli. And Camilli came up, and just like the first batter, he hit a fly ball on the first pitch before Herman could announce the batter. So Herman comes in and says, that was Camilli, and now the next batter. (laughs) As if he expected Camilli to. I would have probably missed it completely and said he was batting. Two balls and two strikes. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Kraus down on strikes. For out number two and strikeout number three for Peyton Wigginton, who has one strikeout per inning. Leadoff man, Tyler Ross, was a strikeout victim in the first inning. Leatherlungs is here. He is. And in good voice today. The pitch. Swing and a foul back. Strike one. Gave you a very hearty hello when he got to the ballpark today. Yeah. Yeah. One strike to count to Ross. Bases empty, two outs, top of the third. No score. Here's Wigginton's pitch. Check swing and Annie Gonzalez will check for the first base umpire. Said no swing. One ball, one strike to Ross. Lady Raiders, a big winner last night, 74 to 70 over Old Dominion at the Murphy Center. Had, had a nice crowd there. Blue Raider men, not so fortunate. As the pitch comes in, a ground ball to third. Coker's got it. And the first, and the tag made by Bryson Thomas as the runner went by. So a put out third to first to end the top of the third inning. Three up and three down. And we go to the bottom of the third, and we still have a scoreless ball game on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. 68 teams, one program, 
March Madness is coming. Celebrate the return of the historic NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament with the official NCAA Men's Final Four Souvenir Program, featuring profiles on all 68 teams selected for the tournament. So take it to the basket, the shopping basket, by pre-ordering the official program now at publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. That's publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. Order today. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the bottom half of inning number three. The Raiders will have Bryson Thomas to lead it off. Thomas was batting when Engel was thrown out trying to steal in the bottom of the second inning. So he has had the advantage of seeing a couple of pitches from Gage Shank. He will stand in there with a fresh count. Thomas Hagenau and Fausto Lopez. Time called by the home plate umpire. For what reason we know not. Little Back and forth between plate umpire Gonzalez and the Blue Raider dugout. Here's the pitch. Bryson swings and misses. Strike one. I could hear one thing Coach Thomas said, well, you're supposed to tell me that, but that's all I know, and all that what does is muddy the water. But Here's the pitch. Low and outside. One ball and one strike. Shank with the pitch, a strike called on the inside corner, and the count goes to one and two. We were talking about basketball as the previous inning ended. Our men dropped a 73-60 decision at Old Dominion last night. Chip had that game remotely. Two balls and two strikes. Right-hander winds and fires high, ball three. Full count now to Bryson Thomas. Our volleyball team is in Charlotte. They have a noon starting time. Conference USA match there. They'll also play there tomorrow. Pitches swung on and fouled out of play. And the count holds at three balls and two strikes. Women's tennis split yesterday at the Adams Tennis Complex, defeating Austin P 4-2, but losing to Xavier 5-2. Pitch outside, ball four, and Thomas has a leadoff walk here in the third inning. That is the first base on balls of this game, and Jake Hagenau, the batter. Blue Raider catcher. It's his second appearance of the season. Am I right on that? Yeah, you're correct. Yeah, he uh, started the actually the Peyton Wigginton game, first game of that Tuesday doubleheader. Had a double and three at-bats in that game. I wonder if he's Wigginton's designated catcher. I guess we'll find out as the season goes along. Yeah, next Saturday. Thomas leading at first with a base on balls. The pitch to Hagenau is swung on and fouled out of play. 
One strike wow. to count. That was way out of play. <laughs> well, some of the fans beginning to uh, break out the blankets and the rain gear. Bob, that's not one of the umbrellas. That's not a good sign. No, and in fact, uh, checking the, it says that somewhere at least in Murfreesboro, light drizzle stopping in nine minutes, starting again six minutes later. And we've gone from no chance of rain at noon to 100%, no chance of rain at one down to 30. Throw to first, runner back. One strike to count on Hagenau. And we do have a little precip out there. And the pitch, fastball low. And a balk was called. So the Raiders get to advance the runner on a balk call. Thomas down to second. The count one and one. The lights are on here at Ray Smith Field. Shank taking a little bit too much time for Hagenau. He backs out of the box. Sky's brightened up just a little bit, just as the uh, light rain started to fall. The pitch. Check swing. Well, that's in for a strike. And the count will go to one and two on Hagenau. Shank ready to work now. One ball, two strikes. Bryson Thomas, the runner at second base. The pitch. And a fly ball into center field. Moving in, the center fielder, Krause, will make the catch, get it back into the infield quickly, and that's one out. And now the top of the batting order, Fausto Lopez, will come to the plate. The shortstop, number four, Fausto Lopez. So in extra innings on Friday, I didn't realize that we were going to put the uh, put a runner at second base to, to start the extra inning. I think that surprised some folks here at the ballpark. Here's the pitch. Fausto swings and fouls it into the screen. Strike one. Yeah, the person sitting on your immediate right was surprised by it. <laughs> Coach Toman said after the game that it's going to it's a rule for conference play and they decided just to implement it here just to get used to having that happen one strike to count pitch just missed and another balk is called i'm wondering what he's doing i mean i'm not are you picking up anything? no i'm, I'm not, not seeing anything I'm, that you know, he's not making a move to first he must be moving his hands once he gets in the set position. The coach out of the dugout is communicating with him through hand signals. So we may have been telling him what he was doing wrong. Here's the pitch. Swung on fly ball. That should get a run in. Deep to center field. 
It's going to be over the center fielder's head. And not only will it get a run in, Fausto Lopez will trot into second base with a stand-up double and a run batted in. And double tree by Hilton. Murfreesboro is the sponsor of doubles this season. Double tree by Hilton, Murfreesboro. They'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Fausto's first double of the season, and he hit it to straightaway center field over the head of Krause. He's at second base with one out. The Raiders with a run on the board. And leading it one to nothing. That was the Raiders' first hit of the game. I'm sorry, it was the second hit. We had a we had a triple in the second inning. Thinking of what you said the other day when we saw Nathan Sanders turning around on a ball like that. When you see the center fielder's back, you know a ball has been hit really well. JT Mabry stands in, a one-ball count now, and the pitch to him is low for ball two. 2-0 two the count to Mabry. Raiders leading it one to nothing in the third. Leadoff walk to Bryson Thomas, and as often happens, that leadoff walk will come back to haunt you. Throw to second, and the runner back. Tried the pickoff play. Two balls, no strikes to Mabry. Mabry has a double and a home run and two runs batted in on the season, hitting 312. Two for six in this series, including a home run. He's off to a really good start. Got the Raiders on the scoreboard early with that solo home run yesterday. The pitch. Swinging a drive foul down the left field line. Pulled abruptly foul. Turned on it. Count will go to two and one. That ball hit so hard it caromed off the wire fence all the way out into left field. Lopez and the shortstop Johnston playing a little two-man tango out at second base. Here's the pitch. Swinging a ball hit to right field. That's going to drop for a hit. Here comes Lopez rounding third. The throw will come in and be cut off, and the Raiders lead two to nothing. Nice piece of hitting by J.T. Mabry. He lines a pitch foul to left, gets an outside pitch, and drills a line drive to right field for the RBI hit. So it's now a 2 to nothing game. That is hit number three, run number two off Shank. And the batter is D.J. Wright. And a coaching visit to the mound here. I think the whatever light precip we had falling must have stopped. I don't see any umbrellas up. Yeah, I don't either, and and I see people holding food in their lap. (laughs) That's usually a good indication that the rain has stopped too. I'd always hate to get a big container of nachos and have a rain come. In Conference USA play yesterday, Charlotte took a doubleheader from William and Mary. Beat Williams seven to one and Mary four to nothing in that twin bill. 
Florida Atlantic over Seton Hall, 17 to 14. That sounds like a football game. Yes, it does. La Tech beats Southern University, 5 to 2. Southern Miss over Connecticut, 7 to 6. UAB beat Alabama A&M, 9 to 2. San Antonio over Sam Houston State, 10 to 4, and there were more. We'll get to them later. Here's D.J. Wright. The runner goes. The pitch hit him in the shoulder. So Mabry will slow his gate down going into second base, and D.J. Wright takes his station at first, hit by pitch. You know, you go back to the second inning, except for the fly ball to center from Hagenau. The Blue Raiders, every Blue Raider base batter has reached base on a triple, a hit by pitch, a walk, a double, a single, and now another hit by pitch. And here's Nathan Sanders, a strikeout victim in the second inning. So Mabry is at second, D.J. Wright at first, one out, two runs across, and the pitch to Sanders is high, four ball one. One ball, no strikes. Shank, the right-hander, trying to pitch out of a tough spot here. Took a little bit too long, and Sanders backed out of the box. Bowling Green, a right-hander and a left-hander warming up in the bullpen. Shank checks the runner at second, delivers inside, ball two. Two and oh. Sometimes you get the feeling the pitcher is afraid to throw a strike because they've been uh, hitting him a little bit here in this inning. Two and nothing. That one misses high for ball three. So a 3-0 count. Let's see if he gets the green light here. He is the cleanup hitter. Here's the pitch. Right in there, not swinging. Three and one. Wind still kicking up and blowing out toward right, right center. Three balls and a strike to Nathan Sanders. High ball four, and he walked it. That's going to load him up with one out and bring Brett Coker to the plate. The third baseman, number 13, Brett Coker. Second walk in the inning for Shank, who's also hit a batter and given up a couple of hits and a couple of runs. Bases loaded now for Coker with one out. Brett grounded out in the second inning, 0 for 1. Takes the pitch outside, ball one. Straight away and a few steps deep. The outfield for Bowling Green. High ball two. 
I'm sure the expectations for Coker were very high with him being named to the preseason all-conference team without ever playing a game for the Blue Raiders. Says a lot for your reputation coming in. Two balls and no strikes. Check to swing, strike called. That one coming toward the inside part of the plate. Two and one. And the pitch, low, ball three. So Coker has worked the count to three and one. This is, as they say, a hitter's count. We'll see what he can do with this 3-1 pitch. With the bases loaded, he backs out of the box. Mabry, the runner at third. DJ Wright at second. Sanders at first. And just one out. The right-hander Shaq delivers. Strike on the inside corner. Pretty good pitch. Coker held up. Three and two. It was not the pitch Brett was looking for. Full count. Three and two. And the pitch swung on and hit in the air. That may be an infield fly. And it is called the infield fly rule. Second baseman caught it. He really didn't have to, but he made the catch for out number two. And the batter is Cole Escher. When you're coaching uh, little kids, which I did for a long time, young players, that's one of the hardest rules to explain I can to a young player. Yes. Two outs, bases loaded. Cole Escher had a triple off the right fielder's glove near the wall in the second inning. Pitch. Escher takes the pitch low for ball one. Check to swing. The biggest, biggest uh, thing that young kids don't understand about the infield flyer, they always say, why? <laughs> yeah. Here's the pitch. Popped up foul back over our heads and back into the parking lot. One ball and one strike. Seems like I, I vaguely recall that I asked that question once uh, several decades ago, and when I was explained, well, they let it drop and they get the force play at two bases because the runners are holding on the pop fly. Oh, okay. Here's the 1-1 pitch. And it is taken in the dirt low for ball two. Good stop by the catcher, Gurney. Two and one. Two runs in for the Raiders here in the third inning, and they are threatening to get more with the bases loaded, but two outs. Two and one, the count to Cole Escher. The pitch. Missed outside, ball three. Shank has just been flirting with disaster for this entire inning. He ran the count full to Coker with the bases loaded, but got him on an infield pop-up. Infield fly. 
And now he's behind three and one to Escher. Swing a ground foul over by the Bowling Green dugout. Caroms out into left field. Full count again, three and two. We are approaching the one hour mark in this game. Full count, three and two. Schenck looking in, now he will back off the rubber and reset. The runners will be going, the pitch. Swung on and popped up foul. The third baseman in foul ground is calling and he actually takes it a step into fair territory as the wind kept that one blowing out toward the infield and it winds up being a fair ball. That's the third out in the inning. The Raiders send eight men to the plate. They score two and two hits in the inning and they leave the bases loaded. So we've completed three innings. It is Middle Tennessee two, Bowling Green nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Tri-Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Well, it's just about the top of the hour, so let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. Dick Palmer, Bob Jamison with you from Reese Smith Field. 2-0 Raiders after three, and Bob's going to cruise through these middle three innings. Well, that, that sounds like it would be a great thing to be able to do, and we'll see how it goes. 2-0 Blue Raiders, two runs in the second. A chance for, for more, but some pitching out of trouble by Gage Schenck with the bases loaded and only one out. Two runs already in. He got a couple of pop-ups and escaped further damage. And most of the problem he created himself is he had a walk, two balks to, while Bryson Thomas was on base, and then later a hit by pitch and a walk to get into trouble. But uh, the runs really scored on the walk, leading off to Bryson Thomas, and then RBI hits from Fausto Lopez and JT Mabry. A ball on the first pitch to Andy Gayton. 
lined to angle in left field in the first inning. 0 for 1, takes a strike, and it evens the count at 1 and 1. Left-hand batter at the plate, and he leads off here in the fourth inning for Bowling Green. Outfield playing him to pull the baseball. Left-hander Peyton Wigginton delivers outside and low. So it's two balls and a strike. Had a light drizzle falling earlier for a short time. It appears to have let up, although in, in the area we can look out and see that uh, there have got to be places that are getting some precipitation. It's just... Too, the clouds are too indicative of that, and, and in fact, the uh, the weather app showing that as well. Fly ball down the line and left into foul territory. Long run. Engel has it fall just in front of him as he made a diving effort. A foul ball and a strike. So Mark will go back to his position and left. Gayton will come back to the plate, and the count goes to two and two. Two, three, and four, Gaten, Gurney, and Furness in the Bowling Green fourth inning. Yeah, you know the front of that uh, white jersey is soaked right now. Oh, man, it's got to be. Here's a ball looped into left. This is going to be a lot easier for Mark. He'll come in and make the catch, and there's one out. So Gaten twice has flied to Engel in left field. Starts the fourth with the fly ball. The 10, and Gurney. the catcher, Kyle Gurney, is the batter. Gurney, a fly ball to Cole Escher in right field. That was in the first inning. Outfield playing this hitter slightly to pull and deep in left and in center field. That's from the right side. Wigginton's pitch, base hit into left field. Line drive single, takes three hops before it gets to Engel and left. That's the second hit of the game for Bowling Green, a one out base runner for the Falcons here in the fourth inning. The and the batter is the first baseman, Adam Furness. Bowling Green shifted the lineup a little bit over the first two games, they moved Ross to the on-deck on leadoff hitter and then dropped Gaten, Gurney, and Furness down a notch. And really, the, the main thing was changing the leadoff hitter, and then the order of the next hit, four hitters, was the same. First pitch to Furness as the ball high. He hits from the left side. Runner at first base, 2-0 Blue Raiders in the fourth inning. Pitch tapped out in front of the plate. This is going to be trouble. Wigginton has it, fires to first, and safe as I think the runner beat the throw anyway, but it pulled Bryson Thomas off the bag. Wigginton has not thrown a fastball that hard all day. I mean, he... Burned it down to first. So it's an infield hit for Furness and the first opportunity for Bowling Green. 
Ryan Johnston lined to angle it in the second inning, and now time is called as first Jake Hagenow and now pitching coach Kyle Bunn go to the mound. It's always tough, you know, you you get a ball hit like that. It's like, well, you know, the pitcher really has won that battle, but uh, lost the war because, you know, you get that little chip in front of the plate. It took a big high bounce and a good good speed from the base runner and beats the throw at first base. It's like in basketball when you make a good defensive play and force a held ball and they give it to the other team out of bounds on that alternate possession yes, error. Yes. You know, they put that in to try and save time because there were so many jump balls mm-hmm. occurring yeah. during a game. I, I'd rather see them do it just like the NBA does. If there's a tie ball, just jump it up, see yeah, who gets yeah. it. Doesn't take that much longer. I know. Uh, but nobody asked me. Well, I know, but uh, nobody asked Dick Vitale. Well, I bet they did because I know he's he has complete agreement with you, and, and he hadn't talked about it for years, but I remember when that first came out, he was always very upset. And, and you know, he was – would actually give you his opinion on things if you asked. Can't him. imagine that. Swing and a foul by Ryan Johnston and strike one as the mound conference ends. With one out, a single to left, an infield single, and two runners on for the Bowling Green Falcons in the top of the fourth inning. Blue Raiders two in the third, missed an opportunity to really have a big inning as with the bases loaded and one out, had to settle for the two that had already scored. Pitch down low, one ball and one strike. You know, he's really a nice man. I, I got a chance to meet him in Birmingham uh, when I was doing men's basketball at a uh, UAB tournament down there, and he was there calling TV. And just I think he just started uh, after his coaching career was had ended, and we sat there on press road during a, another game and just had a, a nice chat. Very, very personable. Here's a ball hit off the fist. Lopez, with the runners going, has only the play at first, but he'll get the out there. Bowling Green sent the base runners, and Johnston hit it off the fist. That was a good play because it sent the base runners because it kept – the Bowling Green Falcons out of a double play. Well, Vital comes across as really a, a very personable person. He's yep. very opinionated. Oh, yeah. And um, he's you know, a showman. No doubt about that. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, and, I, and as, I, as time has gone by, you know, you get very comfortable with, with him and, and how he does games. But all the work he's done for the Jimmy V Foundation, I, you, just, you just have to give him accolades for that. Here's Jared Johnson. He has a single. Swing and a miss for strike one. Second and third and two outs. Johnson bats from the left side. He's the left fielder for the Falcons. Runners at second and third. Two outs. A ball looped into... Shallow left center field, backing on it and making the catch 
is the Blue Raiders shortstop, Fausto Lopez. That was a nice play. I thought when that ball left the bat, that was going to dunk in for a two-run single. Fausto said, uh-uh, Bob, ain't going to happen with me and watch. No runs, two hits, no errors. And two left on base for Bowling Green in the top of the fourth inning. So in the middle of the fourth, it's still the Blue Raiders two, Bowling Green nothing. This is MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. 2-0 Blue Raiders in the bottom of the fourth inning. And uh, Drizzle has come back. And according to this weather app that I have, it's going to drizzle for 24 minutes. And then stop and start again 23 minutes later. We'll see. Of course, it's, it's, it's like general from Murfreesboro doesn't mean necessarily here at Reese Smith Jr. baseball field. Mark Engel the batter swing and a miss on a first pitch for strike one. Blue Raiders with the game's two runs coming in the bottom of the third inning hits from Lopez and Mabry to plate the run swing and a miss strike two. Gage Schenk got in a lot of trouble, pitched out of it, and is still in the game, both uh, in terms of pitching and also his club with the score at only 2-0. Ball high and inside on the 0-2 to Engel. Engel reached being hit by a pitch, nipped on his foot, actually. Ball, a pitch. There's a swing and a miss for strike three on that hit by pitch. The ball got through and it looked like a wild pitch, a run scoring. Uh, No umpire called hit by pitch and then somehow as they got together for a conference, despite that fact, they all decided, well, he, he was hit by the pitch. But anyway, that's the third strikeout for Schenck. And Bryson Thomas is the batter. Bryson walked to lead off the two-run third, scored the game's first run, hammers this one to deep center field. It is going back off the wall, and it's extra bases. Thomas will cruise into second with a double. Well, there's the regular height of the fence that goes all the way around, and then there's the Howard and Sally wall wall, um, out there in dead center field. 
and he hit it up off the wall, maybe about two feet to three feet above where the the fence would have been. So no batter's eye, that's a home run. Yep. Double tree double for Bryson Thomas, our second of the game. Fausto Lopez sent one to center field and Thomas did there as well. Wait a minute. What am I missing? Did he miss first base? Because he's not on the base. You got me, Bob. There's, there's still just one out listed on the board. Jake Hagenow is standing in and takes a pitch in the dirt for a ball. Like between the two of us up here, we would have seen something. But I think we were both looking down at the scorebook. Jake takes a pitch high and inside, a ball and a strike. Jake out on a fly ball to center field in the first inning. And that uh, precipitation picking up a little bit. And there's a strike. Well, if he missed first base, there should be two outs in the inning. They appealed. And we may not be the only ones that <laughs> didn't catch something. Ball three to Jake. Three balls and a strike. Nobody on base and two outs here in this inning. Swing and a miss. Three and two. Light rain has started to fall here at the ballpark. Lots of umbrellas. 3-2 pitch. Soft liner into center field. That's a base hit. So Jake Hagenow gets a base hit. He's one for two. And it brings up Fausto Lopez. Time is called as we're going to have a coaching visit. And I'm wondering if the call is to the bullpen. So far, nothing indicated by the head coach, Kyle Halleck. But in any case. Bob, I've got good news. All right. They called that hit by Thomas a home run. So it must have hit. Well, it hit above the fence, off the wall. Yeah. It must have hit that yellow. Well, it didn't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but that's good news. That that is. That's why there was just one out in the inning because, and I didn't see Bryson come around and touch home plate, although. We, well, were, we, we were saw him talking about something. <laughs> make this turn at second base and decide to be satisfied with the double. And okay, well, I'm not going to complain a bit. It makes it three to nothing, Blue Raiders. Well, you know, you you uh, made the comment the other day. You go to games enough, you're always going to see something you you haven't seen. And uh, so I this 
That's something I haven't seen and something I haven't done. It's totally missed. We need to, we need to go back a little bit so you can recreate a good home run call. I know. <laughs> that was the worst home run call I've ever done. <laughs> so we got a new pitcher, and with the pitching change, we're going to take a break. We'll be back to tell you about him in a little bit. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. The new pitcher for Bowling Green is a right-hander, Logan Bell. Bell is a 6'0", 6'2", 208-pound sophomore from Lisbon, Ohio. And he will face Fausto Lopez. On at first base, Jake Hagenow, Bryson Thomas a home run with one out, and then Hagenow a single, and Schenck comes out of the game. So 3-0 Blue Raiders here in the fourth. Lopez takes, it goes outside. One ball and no strikes. Fausto, an RBI double in the third inning. Scored a run on the hit by Mabry following that. RBI hit from Fausto, made a nice play in the top of this inning to take away what looked to be a soft line drive single to left center field. Ball bounced up the middle with the runner going. It's through into center field for a base hit. And Lopez has his second hit in a row. Jake Hagenow moves to third, Fausto on at first. And with Hagenow going, Dick, both the second baseman and shortstop were going towards the bag and they wanted to, I'm not sure they both weren't trying to cover and they, they got crossed up and kind of pulled, put on the brakes and bingo, there goes the ball to center. Yeah, I thought one of them would probably make that play and get a force at second, but uh, thankfully for the Raiders, it went through and the ending continues. So JT Mabry, an RBI single, one for two and the out was a line drive to the edge of the warning track in the left field corner that was caught on a good play by Johnson. Throw to first base and getting back in is Lopez. Fausto at first, Jake Hagenow at third. A run in and one out here in the Blue Raider fourth inning.
Throw to first and Lopez back in again. Final game of this opening home series, home stand actually. This is the third team to come in. Pitch up high and that's a ball, 1-0. Well, the snow and ice washed out the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday games last weekend. Oakland stayed around, and we got three of the four scheduled to be played. Pitch outside, 2-0. Murray was in Wednesday, and then Bowling Green's been in Friday, yesterday, and today now. So seven games in seven days, as it turns out. That's not your normal uh, college schedule. Mabry lifts one high in the air, down the line and right. The wind's going to push it back near the warning track. It is caught, and Jake Hagenow will scamper home from third as Mabry drives in his second run of the game. JT, a well-hit fly near the warning track in right field. Gives the Blue Raiders a 4 to nothing lead here in the bottom of the fourth inning. That run, of course, charged to the starting pitcher, Shank. And he's still responsible. Oh, no, he's not. He's done, isn't he? Yeah, he's uh, Lopez, Lopez was. Close the book on him. DJ Wright, the batter. DJ out on strikes his first time up, hit by a pitch his last time up. So for Shank. Uh, three and a third innings, four runs, all earned, five hits, two walks, three strikeouts, and two hit batsmen. Lopez at first with two outs now. Might see Fausto running. He has had some good success in the early going. Had back-to-back games where he had two stolen bases in an inning in each of those games and in both situations in the first inning. One strike with right. Lopez goes. The pitch is outside and low. Throw to second. And Justin, not in time. And Lopez shaken up on the slide. A little slow getting up. Blake Hunt, uh-oh. Kind of slid past the bag and maintained his uh, presence on the bag with his right, right arm extended. Blake Hunt over to check with him, and the trainer for the baseball Blue Raiders, Molly Pittman, out. And he was kind of holding his left arm and now gives it a big windmill circle. Can easily, on, on a headfirst slide, if you don't hit just right, jam the shoulder. So that will be the sixth stolen base in seven attempts for Lopez this season. I'd like to send a big shout-out to our broadcast partner, John Callow, who is listening today, I understand. John's going through some rehab, and we're looking for him back very soon in the broadcast booth. Yeah, in fact, if he wants to get out early, just uh, join us, uh, join me down in Mobile this weekend. That'll be good when John's able to get back. 
So Lopez stays in the game. He's at second base. DJ a swing and a foul to the backstop. One and two with the Blue Raider designated hitter. Two runs in the third. Now two runs here in the fourth. Blue Raiders with three hits in this inning. Have six in the game now. Pitch high and outside, two and two. Well, the light rain that was falling has apparently ended. And actually the sky seems to be not breaking up completely, but uh, showing a little, a few bright spots that's still cloudy. Swing and a foul, two and two. I actually see a couple of little patches of blue. Oh, yeah. But the umpire oh, yeah, As soon as I, I said that, it's now it starts to rain really hard. <laughs> Not hard, that, but a lot of very, a visible drizzle for the first time. The umbrellas remain up. 2-2 two, two pitch, runner at second and two outs. Time is called right. Ask for time at the plate. Can feel the bat handle getting a little wet. So wipes the bat off and gets back in. Runner Lopez gets a good lead. Second baseman getting in behind him. DJ a swing and a foul out of play. So still 2-2. Sending started with, with one out of Bryson Thomas home run. Jake Hagenau followed with a single. Lopez got a base hit to move Hagenau to third. And JT Mabry a sacrifice fly to score Hagenau. Lopez has since stolen second base, and that's where he is with two outs. 2-2 two -two pitch, swinging a foul again. Right so instead back. of a double-tree double, Thomas gets an Old South Properties home run. <laughs> Old South Properties. Tennessee's favorite home builder and official home builder of MTSU. We're sorry we're a little late with that. <laughs> a 2-2 pitch to right, fouled again. Boy, he is hanging tough against this right-hander, Bell. Light rain. Actually, more, I, I would correct myself. I'd say it's a heavy drizzle is what it looks like. And as quickly as it started, it seems to be at least uh, diminishing somewhat. 2-2 two, two pitch. Swing and a foul ball again. And just as the sky seemed to be brightening up a little bit, we commented on that. The rain started to fall. Yeah. Seems like in the, recently I've noticed it looking at the sky. It doesn't look like it's rain, but I'm driving in rain. Or should be raining, but oh well. DJ Wright fouling off pitch after pitch. Gets another 2-2 delivery. And he's done it again. You know, if I'd known before how many two-strike pitches he was going to foul off, I'd have kept record and count of them. That's but right. Two, 
2-2 count. It's been that way for a while. Lopez, a big lead. Another foul ball. I, th I think that's five in a row with a 2-2 count. Foul back to the screen. I'll go with that. So this is a, a good, long, extended at bat for D.J. Wright. And he waits for another two-ball, two-strike pitch. Pickoff play to second. Lopez gets back in. Well, the light rain has uh, picked up a little bit. I could actually cure it as it hits the uh, surface of the stands for a moment. And ball three is inside. So that breaks the string of six two-strike foul balls. A 4-0 Blue Raider lead in the fourth. Nathan Sanders on deck if Wright can reach with two outs. Pitch on the way. Hit back into center field. That's a base hit. Here comes Lopez around third. The throw will go to second base, and it's 5 to nothing as D.J. Wright comes through with that two-out RBI base hit. Lopez making the stolen base earlier, and it pays dividends here. As now it's five to nothing, Blue Raiders. That run belongs to Bell. And seven hits for the Blue Raiders in this game. So the inning continues for Nathan Sanders. Strikeout and a walk for the Blue Raiders center fielder and his two trips to the plate thus far. Swing and a miss. Good breaking ball. How about that DJ Wright fouling off six two-strike pitches and then getting that base hit to center. Pitch to Sanders, swing and a miss. Took something off the pitch and it was a little bit inside or on the inside part of the plate. Wright gets a lead at first base. Sanders chops one, tough play for the shortstop. Johnson has it and over to first, out on a close play. Got him on a bang bang play at first. Nice play by Johnston, the shortstop, because that was not easy and Sanders gets down the line in the hurry. Good inning for the Blue Raiders as they in score the the Raiders, three runs. There were four hits, no errors. One man is left on base. So at the end of four now, and we'll head to the fifth with the Blue Raiders leading five to nothing. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Five nothing Blue Raiders as we move to the top of the fifth inning. Uh, an afternoon that has seen some light precipitation falling in the last inning plus. Looks like it is stopped again for a little bit. Yeah, most of the umbrellas have been retracted now. Peyton Wigginton on for his fifth inning of work and he faces the second baseman, Adam Fallon, who takes a pitch for a strike. Fallon, Toma, and Kraus in the Bowling Green batting order. In the top of the fifth inning, the Blue Raiders a couple of runs in the third and three in the fourth for the five to nothing lead. Strike called in the inside corner. Two strikes to Fallon. Wigginton three strikeouts in his four innings of work has allowed three base hits. He's ready, two strikes off the outside part of the plate and one ball and two strikes. Well, all these games in this series have moved up in starting time to try to work into windows where it's not supposed to rain. Actually, Friday and Saturday, we got no precipitation. There's strike three, threw him a breaking ball and Fallon looked at it. So Peyton with four strikeouts in five innings and three of them have come on the leadoff hitter in an inning. And the, the precipitation, it's funny, I looked the at the forecast and until three or until four o'clock, no percentage chance of rain. And, and then, and that's what it was at 11 o'clock when the game started and then then it went to 100% all of a sudden at noon. Tough to tough to make the call in that weather, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, uh, I think our our people have done a great job so far, getting all these games in. Oh, I mean, you know, just a plus plus on on that, because this this is. I mean, the heavy rain is coming in late this afternoon. Um, if we'd have started at one o'clock, yeah, maybe we would have gotten in without any trouble. Here's a foul ball out of play off the bat of Anthony Toma. So that's strike one. Uh, the thing, you know, of course, for Bowling Green, they're going to be going home, and uh, you start the game two hours early, and, and based on the pr projections for the heavy rain, um, that two hours will get them north and, and out of where it's supposed to be. Give them a little bit of a head start. Swing and a miss, good curveball, and that is strikeout number five for Wigginton. 
Center fielder Jack Krause will come to the plate. He struck out his only time up in this game. Five runs, seven hits for the Blue Raiders. No runs, three hits for Bowling Green. Krause takes high and inside. You know, I, I, I must confess, I'm going to tell one of myself, but back when I was uh, not knowledgeable about the world, I always thought <laughs> that Bowling Green University probably was in Bowling Green, Kentucky. It mm -hmm. sure, sure made sense to me that that's where it should be. Yep. 1-0 pitch is outside. Of course, during my accounting days, I had a couple of uh, couple of years living in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and it is a fine place to live. Not a lot of nice people up there. Two and zero oh with this hitter, bases empty, two outs. There's a strike. Two and one. You've lived a lot of different places, haven't you? I, I, I've moved around a tad, although I, I hit Springfield for about 25 years. <laughs> um, Illinois. Springfield, Illinois, yes, yes. I, I think it, 49 Springfields of the 50 states. Uh, something like that. There's, there's a whole lot of Springfields in this country. There's one in this state. Yes, there is. They used to be one of the stations on the Sounds Radio Network back in the early 80s. Check swing on a foul on a pitch, a foul ball, and it's two balls and two strikes with Jack Krause. Peyton Wigginton ready with a 2-2 pitch. That's hit high in the air to center field. Nathan Sanders to his left over towards right center field will make the catch to retire the side. Peyton gets the side in order here in inning number five. And we go to the bottom of the fifth with the Blue Raiders ahead, five to nothing. This is MTSU baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 